Hello everyone, we're just up front of this episode having just recorded it. We just wanted to, I guess, give you a bit of a warning that this episode does deal with some uncomfortable themes and if that's something you think you may not be up for, maybe just give this episode a miss and tune back in next week. Yeah, and and this is a better warning than I got, so, you know, take it if you feel you need it. And with that, on to the show. Previously on Buffy the... That movie you like, the sequel... I thought it would be a funny idea to do a sequel to Eat, Bright, Love. It's a very long movie. It's like two hours long. It, it, it feels longer. <laughs> I had this idea that I would be inserting scenes in between where people who got in Liz's way or, or pissed her off in a certain way, like James Franco, <laughs> would start winding up dead. And it just sort of got to this point where I realised that she raised like $16,000 for a friend in, in Indonesia and was like, yeah, okay, I feel mean now, so I won't, I won't do that. What the hell? Liz exclaims on seeing the sniper rifle. Surprise! Philippe says sheepishly. It's my side hustle. I thought it would be fun to have someone to come along this time. Come along to what? A contract. I'm Anton and we're married. (laughs) So, I have snuck in an actual sequel to No Country for Old Men into this movie. (laughs) So, please enjoy Eat, Pray, Love, Murder. Okay, cool. (laughs) Welcome to Shadow of That Movie You Like. It's time for the great new podcast where we look at classic films, then pitch you the sequels you cannot live without. I'm Brendan. And I'm Nick. And this week, we're coming back to Eat, Pray, Love. Yeah, baby. (laughs) Eat, Pray, Love week two. Yeah. (laughs) You wanted this two weeks in a row, didn't you? Yeah. Did you really enjoy the first week of talking about Eat, Pray, Love? Because you're getting a whole nother week of Eat, Pray, Love. Well, at least, you know, for the week. Like, we're not talking about it for a week. But you have (laughs) this for... I mean, you can listen to it as many times (laughs) as you want. Yeah, go for it. (laughs) Please do. So I am going to, we're going to jump pretty much straight into mine. I We had a lot of fun with Nick's Eat, Pray, Love, Murder last week. <laughs> and so we're going to be jumping into mine. I'm just going to, just see if I can, yeah, I just need to remind myself of when I introduced the title of mine. It, oh, it's, okay. a, it's a little ways in. So we're going to oh, get started okay. and you'll get a feel for what you're going to, what the movie's going to be. And then I'm going to spring the title on you because the title is actually pretty important to mine, much like that original, original film. Okay. If you're ready. I'm ready. Let's sell out. Let's sell out. Sequel creation initiation. Looks like they've ordered a sequel. Three. We all sell out every day. Two. Perpetuate the cycle of money, grief, fascism, and triviality. One. Show me the money. Sequel incoming. I I didn't sell out, son. I bought in. A low bass sound can be heard, slowly getting louder. We see a dimly lit room full of people in black hooded cloaks. I travelled the world to find myself. A cloak figure removes her hood. It's Julia Roberts. No more than that. To find... God. We see her look up at a statue of a goat-like being. I thought I'd found something truly unique. 
a happiness that applied only to me. She looks around the crowd as they start to bow. But then my book came out and I saw thousands of women just like me on this very same journey. She walks towards the front of the group. But I'm not some fucking sad divorcee finding herself in a man in Bali. She drops the cloak to the floor in front of the group. She is naked. I'm not going to find myself in a bowl of spaghetti like some stupid fucking tourist. A cloaked figure brings in a black goat. Or India punishing myself for my privileged life. The goat's throat is slit. This time, I'm going all the way. Deeper than I've ever gone before. The goat is held above, screaming as it bleeds over her naked body. Hello, God. I'm here. Floating above her is a black goat-shaped figure. Devoid of detail, it is pure black. Its six eyes open. They are burning yellow. I see you. The being lands, engulfing her in blackness. The cloaked crowd howl and scream. The bass sound is unbearable. The title appears. Eat. Pray. Lives. <laughs> That's the introduction to my film. <laughs> well, this took a turn. <laughs> so something that I will just point out with the title as well, because it doesn't transfer to sound very well. So it's got eat, pray, but we're spelling pray, P-R-E-Y yes. in this version. So eat, pray, lives. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So there you go. Uh, that's, the, that's the introduction. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I mean, you can tell I, I watched the movie, right? Like, I've yeah, incorporated yeah, 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 yeah. stuff you've, from the film. You've, you've definitely, yeah, I think this this does sort of work as a meta-commentary to, you know, being able to release films after the fact to address certain criticism yes. of, of the original text. So, yeah, yeah this does that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it does it more. <laughs> so, shall we just keep going? Are you, are you, I I am I am bewildered but intrigued. It's not going to get any better, folks. <laughs> <laughs> this is the darkest thing I've ever written. <laughs> okay. All right. Next scene. Oof. So... Julia wakes up next to a schlumpy man. In just a- as an aside, I love that it's like just Julia Roberts. Yes. Like you're oh, not actually. So, so all of the actors, <laughs> whether they're new or old, are just called by the actors' names in this film. So I didn't, I didn't memorize any characters' names. And I think you'll get a better feel for what's going on when you imagine the actors in the role. Like, I think that's going to make it even better for you guys. So yeah, make sure you're imagining these actors. We'll make sure we put the faces of all these actors up on our notes page too. So if you don't know who they are, you'll be able to look them Maybe up. Maybe instead of just their faces, we'll run their faces through an AI yeah. generator <laughs> so we actually get the, the proper horror fit. <laughs> All right, this is not a horror movie. So I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go there. It's not a horror movie. But mate, really, it's <laughs> potentially a horrific movie. But no, well, no, maybe it is a horror movie. It's a little we'll, horror. We'll decide at the end. You literally just slit a goat's throat yeah. and let it bleed out. Yeah, like this is this is spirituality. This is feeling. This is real thoughts and feelings. Okay, <laughs> we'll just jump in. Okay, let's let's, let's see. Go. Let's see. We go. So I've got three acts, just like the original movie. The first. So just keep that in mind as we start to talk. So Julia wakes up next to a schlumpy man in a dirty, hazy room. He's wearing a black goat mask. She gets up and leaves, pulling a cloak over her dirty skin. Like everything else, 
This darkness was just for tourists. The demon I spent the night with revealed itself to be another flaccid, boring man. But I'm getting closer. For a second last night, I almost felt it again. True spirituality is darkness. I just need to find it in its truest form. I entered an ad on the dark web, a woman who wanted to eat another human being. Would giving my flesh like that get me there? The title for Act 1 appears. Eat. <laughs> like Zack Snyder style. <laughs> <laughs> so this, this, this first portion, Act 1, is called Eat. Yep. Here we go. Can we have this directed by Zack Snyder? Is that an option? Oh, I don't know. I don't think he's capable of this. <laughs> <laughs> I think we need like a real auteur. All right. <laughs> he's, a, he's a himbo auteur. Yeah. If, if you have recommendations for a director for this film, put them in. Put them in the comments. Yeah. Yep. All right. Let's jump in. The first act of the film is Julia Roberts getting to know a cannibal in Prague. Play- <laughs> the cannibal's played by Lapita Nyong'o. The cannibal tells Julia that she needs to get to know her so that eating her will matter. They live together over several weeks, enjoying the sights and sounds of Prague and reminiscing on their past lives. Julia reminisces on the events of the first film and how she came to be in a loveless marriage. Lupita's story is of someone who grew up in great privilege where everything she ever wanted to try was available. She traveled and lived and loved. When you can have everything, you start to crave what you can't have. Lapita and Julia are in a warehouse. A beautifully crafted banquet is laid out on a huge table with a space in the middle for the main course. The main course is Julia Roberts. <laughs> Julia lays down at the table as Lapita slowly begins to eat fruit and other delicacies. Slowly, delicately, she eats her way closer to Julia. <laughs> Gingerly, Lapita carves some very rare beef and we watch her chew it in extreme close-up. She picks up the same knife, laying it against Julia's buttock and thigh. She starts to apply pressure, drawing blood. Julia screams, sitting up and startling Lupita as she stabs her in the neck with the fork. (laughs) Oh, God. Julia watches as Lupita bleeds out. Why? As we talked, I realised this meal was meant for me. You're my spaghetti. My big Indian meal, my barley coffee. You're the taste I've been searching for. You're the key to me feeling alive. As Lapita dies, Julia carves off a huge chunk of meat. Unlike Lapita and her delicate bites, Julia begins eating like a ravenous beast. When she finishes her meal, she burps loudly and falls asleep in the blood on the floor, staring into the lifeless eyes of Lapita. Eating a person isn't that different, really. Just like the spaghetti I gobbled down all those years ago. But it feels different. You know that. I know that. It's why we don't do this all the time. But sometimes we do. And we become one step closer to God. To the truth. Finally, my journey has really begun. I don't like this. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't like myself as well. I, I, mm, yeah. So that's eat. <laughs> Succinct. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. Yeah. No, look, I... This is I'm the kind a... of movie that people watch. Yeah. Yeah, I know that there's... Again, this is on the other end of the scale of things. Yeah. Like, this is this is full-on snuff film at that point. <laughs> so, yeah, that that's... Mm. 
Yeah, it's not. It's yeah, it's you've, an you've chosen some some very dark places to go with this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm going to make a conscious effort next week to write something really light. And oh man! Uh, because don't it, get me wrong. Like it, it's it's. Oh, what's the word? Visceral is probably the word. I, <laughs> I, I, that's what, I think that yeah. I think that's what I was going for. So yeah. I'll take it. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I I don't think I will be listening back to this as best I can. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really sorry. Might have put a warning on this. No, one. that's <laughs> all right. Yeah, probably we'll, we'll put a warning at the beginning of this. <laughs> Continue. Okay, so <laughs> we've got through eight. So she's she's one one step on her three step journey, I suppose. The title of the of Act Two is Prey. Once again, reminding people. P-R-E-Y. So it's got that slightly different meaning here. Mm -hmm. The title of Act 2, Prey, appears. The next step took me to Australia. Once again, I found myself looking for a man. We see Julia Roberts backpacking. But first, I have to attract him. Luckily, he seems to have a thing for tourists. And I know how to be a tourist. (laughs) 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 I had a lot of fun with that bit of dialogue. We see her hitchhiking. A ute pulls up. You need a lift there, love? We see the driver, played by John Jarrett. (laughs) If you don't know John Jarrett, if you're not not Australian, he's very well known for being on kids' show Play School, another show called Better Homes and Gardens. He was also the star of the movie Wolf Creek, which is a very violent horror film. He shows up in Django Unchained as well. Oh, really? one of the slave drivers. I haven't seen it. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, so so Americans probably know him. Wolf Creek was big, so I think a lot of people probably have Mm. seen that too. He's... that's John Jarrett. So to give you an idea. Again, we'll we'll make sure we get put a picture of him up. Yeah. Cool. So we see the driver played by John Jarrett. Well, that would just be great. They drive off, entering a forested area. I've got to stop up here and quickly drop something off to a mate. Of course. It'll just take a minute. Then we'll get you on your way. The car pulls into a dirt road and stops. Nothing is around. Your friend lives here. You know, it's the outback, doll. He's camped just through here. Just got to get something out the back. We follow John as he heads around the back of the ute. The camera is tied on him as he pulls a pistol out of the back and tucks it into his pants. He then picks up a cricket bat. As he turns around to walk back to the car, he is surprised by Julia, standing right there. She hits him with a stun gun, taking him to the ground. (laughs) (laughs) You know these are illegal here? She holds up the stun gun. Luckily, they don't tend to check the bag of a woman like me all that thoroughly. She zaps him again and he blacks out. John wakes up tied to a camping chair. Julia pours him a glass of red wine from a goon box. Over the next act, Julia tortures John as they share stories of their lives. She reminisces over sexy role-playing with James Franco. John shares his first kill and how it made him feel. The torture becomes more violent, pushing John closer to death. Just finish me, love. You've proved it. You're badder than the baddest. I didn't bring you here just to kill you, John. I want to hunt, just like you hunted those girls. She cuts John free and pushes over the chair. Run. Go on, Johnny. Run. (laughs) He heads into the forest, a smile on his face. As he disappears into the darkness, he yells, You caught me snoozing, and fair dinkum you got me. But this is dumb as fuck. You're (laughs) in my world now. Julia cocks John's shotgun and heads into the darkness. 
We see her chase as John surprises her from the darkness, cutting her with a knife. Julia starts to doubt her abilities, with John suddenly getting her on the back foot. He surprises her again, getting the shotgun, stands over her as she lays on the ground. You come down here, you yank bitch, playing in my playground, but you fucked up. Without this gun, you're nothing. BAM! <laughs> John drops the shotgun, clutching his bleeding chest. I'm American. I always have a gun. The camera pans down to Julia holding John's pistol. She watches John as he bleeds out. She kisses his forehead. Thank you, teacher. And that's the end of Act 2. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, so, this is intense. So shit. potentially there's a crossover with Wolf Creek too. Yeah, yeah. No, so, yeah it depends whether you see him as the Wolf Creek Mike or maybe as the Ivan Milat. It, it, he's just that role in this movie. I, I yeah. must say, this is not something I would ever seek out to watch, <laughs> but I am like amazed at what you've been able to drag from the ether <laughs> of Eat, Pray, Love. <laughs> That movie took me to very dark places as I was watching it. And so about halfway, yeah, about yeah, halfway through it, yeah, yeah. We, got to, we got to India and that's where I started writing it. <laughs> <laughs> so, See, uh, this, is, this is it. I, I channeled my hatred into, uh, or, or my loathing of the film, into, you know, trying to, to talk about it and, and trying to, like, actually continue it in a way that would appeal to our listeners. My you've, brain you've just, just you've just you've just gone to like the shadow of yourself, you know. Like, yeah, I, oof. And I like I've always liked dark things, but yeah. t- typically when I've written dark things, they tend to just become funny. Like that's just the way my yeah. natural self tends to be. I I think writing really dark things makes you, me feel quite uncomfortable. You, yeah, well, um, you, you put it into a, like a, a reverent place yes, where it's, yeah. it's not like as visceral or but like yeah. yeah. You, you're editing this one. Yeah. Like. yeah. Although I think I've still put a few jokes in there. I like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I like that I'm an American, I've got a gun. I yeah. thought that was pretty no, that, cool. I, I, I definitely a, a good commentary. Yeah. 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 You know. So you can, and I mean, I think- you I'm, get, not, I'm not knocking the quality uh, of this. No I'm worries. just saying, I don't want to relive I, this. I, I, t- I totally understand that, man. I totally understand that. And I feel like a lot of people might feel the same on this one. I yeah. feel like I might get a lot of votes because it's so different, but I also might just turn some people way off. It, so. whether, whether people got through like, you know, your prelude there. Yeah. That's, that's, uh, that's yeah. probably the yeah. the, the Bechtel, uh, not the Bechtel test, what's it called? The tolerance yeah. threshold of this. So in case you haven't got it, she's going to darker and darker places to feel. So the third act's not going to be better. I'm sorry, guys. Like, <laughs> oh, if, if that was too much for you, maybe give the next one a miss. But Although the next one's maybe the funniest bit too. So like, well, just... Hold on, hang in there. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I apologize right. for any lost if, if I sleep can, tonight. If I can if I can suffer this, then you can too. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so our Act Three title is gonna appear now, and that's Lives. Oh gosh. I know now I don't want to find God. Why would I? I can be God. We see people waking up on the floor of a cabin in the Adirondacks, a wilderness area in northeastern New York State. We see it's all characters from the first film. Her ex-husband, Billy Crudup. Her actor boyfriend, James Franco. Her friend from Italy, Tuva Novotny. The American she met in India, Richard Jenkins. You're literally looking up the IMDb credits and reading them out. And her Bali lover, Javier Pardem. So there's one person from each stage of that movie. That's that's important. Yep. So they've just all woken up in this cabin in the wilderness of New York State. <laughs> Here you are, the sum of my experiences, all meeting 
for the first time. Another good point. None of these characters have ever met before. That's so, a good point. That's actually yeah. probably another problem that the movie has, yeah. thinking about it, like, yeah. structurally speaking. <laughs> Even the way I've written this, the cast look confused. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just going to read this bit again, but I'm going to leave that in. Here you are. The sum of my experiences, all meeting for the first time. The cast look confused. Julia. <laughs> Sorry, that's a very funny line. Julia Roberts is on a TV screen. <laughs> Each experience, a step closer to God. But I reject that journey now on my new path to not just reach out and touch spiritual power, but to truly become a God myself. The cast start to yell at Julia. Shut up. I'm your God now. I will let one of you go, but only if you're the last one standing. Your God commands you to kill one another. Bart M says, this is ridiculous. I can't do his accent, all right? So I'm not even going to try. No, I'm going to try. That's but, fair. I but, didn't. But M says, this is ridiculous. Julia has lost it. <laughs> we <laughs> must work together to... Franco takes him out with an axe he just picked up. <laughs> yeah, Bart M is dead. That tracks. <laughs> our God doesn't need our help. She needs our sacrifice. Franco's all about this. Yeah, yeah, he's in here. He swings at Richard Jenkins, but is knocked down by Crudup. Richard gets up and runs out of the cabin into the snow outside, but is caught in a bear trap with a big chain holding it in the ground. Tuva Novotny walks outside, baseball bat in hand. (laughs) She just starts wailing on Richard Jenkins. Oh, oh, poor Richard. I like Richard. Yeah, I like Richard. Like, yeah, we probably really feel that moment too <laughs> yeah. because it was like, you know, really well acted yeah. and stuff. Like. Yeah, these are all great actors. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, Crudup and Franco are still fighting in the house. Franco chases Crudup with the axe. Crudup fights back, stabbing him in the side with a knife he found in the kitchen. James Franco, just stop. <laughs> I've stabbed you already. Franco pulls out the knife. Julia always said you never finished anything. Franco decapitates Crudup. <laughs> Another callback. Yeah. Julia's husband never finished anything. That was kind of what, that was his one quote. <laughs> so Franco decapitates Crudup. He turns. Novotny stands in the front doorway, bat in hand, covered in blood. They run at each other, the screen cutting to black as they attack. Julia walks towards the cabin, dressed in a gown that feels almost ethereal. Her hair is down, her feet are bare. The sun rises behind her, making it almost impossible to focus on her. We switch to an angle of the house. We see Franco's face pop up in the window. But as he runs outside, we see it's actually Novotny wearing James Franco's face. She runs at Julia. (laughs) She runs at Julia. (laughs) Sorry, guys. Sorry. It's quite hard to read. Just need a moment. (laughs) Yeah. She runs at Julia, hugging her feet tightly. The camera slowly pans up from Novotny, covered in blood at her feet, eventually reaching Julia's face. She smiles. The song Better Days by Eddie Vedder plays over the credits. (laughs) The end. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I'm sorry, guys. (laughs) Just a thought. Rather than... (laughs) Rather than have you go to these dark places <laughs> off of movies that we don't like, I think the rule should be 
we now do movies we actually like. <laughs> like Are you this, worried this could happen again? <laughs> I'm, wor- I'm worried that this would happen again in the context of a movie that... Oof. <laughs> that, that- I, I do promise that next week I have something that's very much in a different direction. So yeah, I, look, I, uh, I, have, I have no problem with you going there for, like, you know, horror movies and, and things like that. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. This this is tonal whiplash that I'm experiencing <laughs> right now. That's what I liked about it. That's, that, was, that was what made me happy. That was the one part that gave me happy as I wrote this. Oh, don't get me wrong. I, I completely understand the therapy that took, that, it, that this, this, this caused. But, yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, I'm going to defend myself a little bit here. I, yep. I think that the story actually does kind of progress from the story we saw in the first movie. You 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 tick all the boxes. <laughs> you shift genres. Same format as the yep, first yep. movie. No, you, you, <laughs> you, you do the thing a good sequel should do. You expand on the original story. You switch genres. You you manage to have enough callbacks to the previous <laughs> thing. Everything checks out. I proved I really watched it with some of that dialogue. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah you, you really did. Like, you picked up definitely on Billy Crudup's <laughs> yeah. one character trait <laughs> but yeah man <laughs> like, so i think like i guess what you're tr- maybe saying is you don't think julia roberts is going to sign on to this film i i <laughs> i think you would have problem like james franco let, might let sign put, on to this let film. me let me, put it, let me put it this way if this was our first episode <laughs> we wouldn't have a podcast i don't think <laughs> i worry that we'll not have a podcast <laughs> after this episode <laughs> <laughs> I think Ooh. I think I could convince James Franco to do this film. I, I don't think Franco would take I, too much convincing. I, I think he'd be yeah. the only one that might. Yeah, oh, he yeah. did. He did the Disaster Artist, which is like like he he, he likes things that I, are different. I could imagine Tommy Wiseau working on this. Yeah. like he could replace <laughs> Billy Crudup. Like yeah. he'd be he'd be quite happy to to do that. I so think. in my mind, I was like, imagine like. Just imagine if they made this. Like, that would be so <laughs> insane. Like, I think... Well, I like, mean, imagine what people would think. There's, would- <laughs> there's, there's Winnie the Pooh... Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh, blood and honey. Yeah. Now. Like, so once things enter the public domain... <laughs> yeah. Who knows? I can see, like, a world where... Like, again, we kind of touched on this last year, where some, like, more... Like, an asylum or... or so- like even a bloom house or something yeah. decided to make something like this with like actors that look like the actors from the original well i mean or- now well this is the, this is the thing about it though we now live in a world where deep fake is a thing right <laughs> we we live in a world like unreal engine with with meta humans is a thing yeah like this the bar- the barrier for entry to filming with your cast here <laughs> is actually pretty low <laughs> like like from at least a technical standpoint from someone com- committed enough <laughs> yeah I, I might be worried about the person committed enough to deep fake this whole movie i don't know that i'd want to be there yeah, yeah like um, <laughs> this is the thing i don't think anyone involved in making this should ever meet like oof yeah no like i, I don't, i'm not going to criticize the the craft that's gone into this i i, I put a lot of work in i i i felt things like you know this 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 was visceral it, it's definitely it, it it's a better story than what we we jumped off from yeah I, like structurally and and functionally and and emotionally yeah and i did my um, best to like yeah. like truthfully as much as i was clearly having a bit of fun with this yes. and, and i was going and i didn't intend to do this when i started out like this wasn't <laughs> where i this wasn't my idea i'm like i don't even remember what my idea was i think it was going to be something about like her going to bali and getting possessed by a demon or something as she yeah. tried to find so like it was always going to have 
something, something I wanted to build on the spirituality a, a little bit more spiritual yeah. like but not not for but, not the airy fairy type yeah. of but then there was yeah. just something that happened in the movie where it was like she just wants to feel and like what if she couldn't Oh. What, like where would she go and that's kind of where the idea came yeah, from yeah. like this is a person that can't feel and what depths will they go <laughs> to to do it and, and, oh. and again it's awkward I hadn't really thought about the fact that this is based on a real lady and that makes me feel a bit more uncomfortable like I, I was basing this and that's I think maybe why I used the cast names like it was that degree of separation from this having any relationship I, to I do, real people I do legitimately appreciate that, that there's that level of separation I also love that the cast as as it's referred to, <laughs> refer to each other in their full name. Yeah. Like, you know, Julia Roberts has lost her mind. You know, like... <laughs> so, and at that point, I think I had gone so dark with those previous two that I, I needed to add some levity back in, I think, as well. This, yes, so, it, it definitely that was for runs, my benefit. It definitely runs the emotional gamut. I, I am... I'm impressed and a little scared. <laughs> and so, I truly did try yeah. to like follow that structure of the original. Yeah. Like I, I, cause it, to be honest, I, I mean, this maybe shows how much of the movie I understood before I watched it. I didn't realize that the eat, pray, love applied to like the three sections of the movie until at the end of the movie. I was like, Oh, I get it. Like it makes yeah. sense. And then I was like, if, if that was the big twist of the movie as well, like, yeah. Ugh. And by then <laughs> I'd started, but I hadn't finished. So I'd got, I got the eat part written and I was like, with the title I'd written, I was like, well, now I need to make it work like the other right. one. So that's what went... I'd just written Pray like that. I didn't have any idea for what I was going to yep. write there. But I was like, Pray? Okay, cool. Now I know where I'm going. Well, again, mine, mine all stems from like, you know, okay, what's a what's another verb that I can put in here that's, <laughs> that's going to like th- derail the, the yeah. thing? Like, oh, murder. Murder's yeah. a pretty but good... But that actually made... Yeah. like, And I think with you too, yeah. made it so much easier to come up with an idea. Yeah. Because, because that first movie follows that structure of each act being based on one part of the title. Yeah. It kind of almost have to do that with the sequel, I feel it's, like. It's and in a way, it's it's sort of a, a series more than a movie, isn't yeah, it? Like, yeah. They're not really acts of so vignettes. much as like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a montage, really. Yeah. Like, yeah. And so I, that's, like I say, I did the eat part, but actually I hadn't clicked in my brain that it applied to the eat part. Like I, yep. that was just the story that I was writing. And then I was like, oh, this fits eat. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, and that's what they do in the first movie. Like, okay, so now I have to fit Prey. Yeah. So I did Prey with the the murdery bit and then Lives. And I was like, what do I do with Lives? Because I don't really know what that even means. I just thought it sounded good. And yeah. then I was like, well, what if one of them lives? Like, what if what if it's like that kind yeah. of battle royale? Hunger I was. Games? I, I literally thought like, okay, so we're going into like saw territory yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, and that's definitely the, where it got to. And, and I thought again that the natural progression of someone that. It's just looking for God, and then they realize at a point they can't find that yep. because maybe it maybe it doesn't exist, or maybe they just cannot get there. Yep. That that but they've done all these things that kind of make them feel like a god, like yeah. they've killed people and they've eaten people and they've done these like disgusting acts. <laughs> well, there's <and> obviously <laughs> at this point something's like gone horribly wrong. Yeah. In this in this mirror dimension of yours. Yeah. 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 So. And we don't really find out like why she's not with her Balinese partner and stuff. And I think probably if this movie was ever made, and I, I think we're safe to say it's not gonna happen. Well that those conversations would like the conversations that I talk about yeah. in the movie would that's what that would actually be. It would be them kind of recounting the, the what thing, happened. The thing that sometimes keeps me awake at night is the idea that in the future there's going to be archaeologists <laughs> going through YouTube, like early YouTube, yeah, and early you know podcasts and all these things. This this may like last. <laughs> For a very, very long time. But Julia Roberts becomes some sort of worshipped. Yeah. Like, oh, 
That, we haven't even talked about my other Julia Roberts venture yet. Oh, yeah. Shall we segue <laughs> into that? Yeah. So I guess one of the things we decided to do, like we, me and Nick are both pretty interested in technology and things like that. So we decided that we wanted to do something interesting with our thumbnails for each episode. And we decided we'd use this new thing with AI art. If you haven't heard of it, it's basically you kind of write what you want and you give it some parameters. And then an AI kind of tries to paint you but like paint in 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 commas, but mm. it tries to paint you what you've described, and it yep. will try multiple times to do it, and often it's a bit unsettling. It's, yeah, especially if you're getting like an actual celebrity like yeah, this yeah. In, in specific, and, and it can get pretty. It gets like it does a pretty good job, but there's something about it. Often there's like a, and especially then if you push it in this direction as well but there's something about it that just feels a bit uncomfortable like most of the ones that i've done just do feel that slight bit of uncomfort and when we started talking about doing eat pray love like well before we i even wrote my story i started making some eat pray love horror ai pictures Mm -hmm. and i found a lot of them were really good like they were really cool and so i started a um an instagram channel of uncomfortable AI art of Julia Roberts. <laughs> I think at last check, we've got about 30 or 40 pictures on there. It's, it's definitely worth checking out. We'll put it, I'll link to it in our show how, notes. How, yeah, how, how many followers have you got on that? Oh, not um, many. Curiosity. Not many. <laughs> I don't think, to be honest, I don't think AI art that feels really uncomfortable of Julia Roberts <laughs> is what a lot of people are looking for on Instagram. But it, it's been a really nice creative outlet for me. Mm. And, and maybe some of the unsettling imagery from those art is kind of what pushed me in the direction of my story i'm now kind of realizing like some of those images from the art yeah maybe are what inspired some of the stuff so it is worth having a look at if you didn't enjoy this episode maybe give it a miss <laughs> yeah i mean this this episode is a definitely an interesting one like i said i i do not in any way want to like take away the skill that's been in, been on show here. I I am impressed. <laughs> I am impressed with some, what it's you've it's been it. able to to plumb here. Like you know <laughs> you've 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 dug extremely deep. <laughs> yes, so yeah. deep with a knife and fork at one point. But yeah, <laughs> well, and yeah. All right, I'm going to have some interesting dreams tonight. I, <laughs> yeah, I, I uh, apologize to everyone who listened to this as they were falling asleep. Well, you know, I mean, uh, some like you know, if you're listening to our voices as you're trying to fall asleep, <laughs> then power to you. You deserve <laughs> this. <laughs> um, oh, that's the other, the other thing. My AI art page only follows one Instagram account, and that's Julia Roberts. So every now and again, when I'm on the Instagram, just like uploading things i'll just get some nice updates on what julia roberts is doing and she seems like a lovely lady so it made me feel one kind of bad about doing the instagram account but two especially bad about the story that i just wrote because she seems really nice yeah Mm. yeah i I don't yeah look i think at the end of the day we have to obviously it might just be important to actually say this is this is all in fun yeah right (laughs) like we're not some weird fixated you know thing are we julia (laughs) like speak for yourself i love Julia. well yeah well and and this concludes the the podcast of forever forever (laughs) no but like you know this this we we don't have julia roberts tied up in a background while we're recording this like i don't know why you guys thought that and it's not happening why do you have to put that (laughs) thought in their head now like you know james franco standing right there and and he's even looking a bit disapprovingly at you now so Sorry, James. Yeah. I'll get yeah. back in my box. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Bye, James. Anyway. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
It was rough. Not going to lie. <laughs> that, I, I am impressed and a little traumatized. <laughs> well done. Why don't we go on to something a little lighter and hear from our community? And hopefully they're still here after today. Yeah. Did, did your court date come up? Let's say we talked about things out of court and I've settled things with the podcast mail service and I'm back, baby. I'm allowed to go and get mail again. Is it your own mail though? Do, do they have like a handler to make sure that you're collecting the right stuff? You know what I've found? Mm. Since actually having a show on the air that people can listen to, we're getting a lot more mail. Yeah, that, that's funny that. <laughs> Because actually, no, you do raise a point. This is the first time we're recording where we actually have shows in the wild now. Yes. So it's a little bit different. I'm not going to lie. Our mailbag isn't as big as Hamish and Andy's. <laughs> but no, obviously you just grabbed the one that you'd like to look <laughs> yeah. of rather than the one that actually had our address on it. <laughs> so, but this is an improvement. I'm yeah. liking it. But these ones are for us. They definitely say our name on it yep. and stuff. And so. they're attached to our stuff. So, yep. They've yeah. come through. They're all stamped appropriately. Appropriate postage paid. Our fans always do the right thing in that yep. regard. So. You've paid for your stamps. So yeah, well done. <laughs> so, yeah, we've got some, we've got a little bit of stuff to talk about. I don't know if you want to uh, take the first piece of mail or me or... Well, I mean, this one this one I actually quite quite appreciated. It's on. It's actually a review off of Apple Podcasts for that movie you like, the sequel. Oh, uh, so they've, like, taken a photo and posted it to no, us? No, well, yeah, it was like a photocopy on a piece. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but, a lot of work. But... Uh, <laughs> Daz from Melb gave us five stars and says, Love it. The boys dive deep into their chosen films and the results are fascinating. The pictures are wonderfully crafted and would make any movie lover itching to go watch them on the big screen. So thank you, Daz from Melb, whoever you are. Yeah, thank you, Daz. We really appreciate that one. Cool. So I have a couple from, I'm hoping, a fan. He's commented on a few of our things now, David Haviland. One, he actually has kind of, taken it upon himself to to post a review in some other areas that I frequent, so some toy groups and things like that. And he said, so Brendan might be too humble to post about his podcast, so I will for him. A great idea of presenting ideas for sequels to movies that we love. Do yourself a favour and give it a listen, which much appreciated. You didn't have to do that, David. So I, I really appreciate you taking the time. Mm. Uh, we also recently posted a th- post on the on the local message board also known as our facebook group if you want to give it a follow <laughs> where i Links asked in the description probably yeah they'll there yep in the description and the credits so you'll be able to find us we d- put out i guess the feelers for what you guys might like to see as as future sequels or really interested to see what you'd like to see us do and again david sent one out which was big trouble in little china a big 80s fan i feel a little bit bad saying it's not a movie I'm super familiar with. I, somehow I'm, I've missed. I've seen it once, but yeah, I don't, I don't know it. Really. I, I actually have the Blu-ray for it. Oh wow! Cool. Uh, I haven't actually watched it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I picked it up when Video City was shutting down. Okay, cool. So, <laughs> so yeah, it's been sitting there, and uh, no, this would be a fantastic idea to to actually I'd, get to watch it. I, my um, not even not knowing much about it, I know I do know the film a little bit. And one thing I know about its fans is that they're quite passionate and that they really enjoy that film and that many of them wished for the franchise to continue past that original film. It sounds like there's plenty of stuff there for us. So I think that could be a good one for future. So It, it may be one of those cases where it just goes into hibernation for like 20 years and does a Blade Runner or a Star yeah, Wars yeah. or Indiana Jones or whatever yeah. and it just comes back. Kurt Russell's still kicking. We, yeah. can, we can bring him in. Uh, yeah. We probably need to do it soon. But- I mean, he did, he did the de-aging in Guardians of the Galaxy yes. as well though. Yeah. So, you know, oh, and uh, Tron. Yeah. No, that was someone else. Never that was Jeff Bridges. That right? was Jeff Bridges. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, I think... 
can probably get cut. And so I guess building on that, we did put this this call out. Some of the other ones that we got from Jared Crates, who just happens to also be my brother. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but he threw into the ring one that I wouldn't have necessarily thought of, Cliffhanger, as a oh, um, yeah. as a film to do a potential sequel to. We could just end it with To Be Continued. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have you seen Cliffhanger? I know of it, but yeah, I I've haven't seen it. I've seen it years and years ago. Um, mm. I'm keen to have... Uh, it's interesting too because we haven't done a lot of straight action films mm. from that kind of golden age of Arnie's and Stallone. So I think that would be a fun one to yeah, potentially yeah, look that'd, at. That would be a good one actually. Yeah, it would it'd be fun to actually write action because action is just as big as you can, yeah. you can write. And yeah, so we, we are not constrained by budgets <laughs> unless you pay us. Yes. <laughs> and then we'll take that into a lot of consideration. We had and even suggested Titanic as a sequel. Oh, yeah. We're doing it. Uh, we oh, are yeah. definitely doing Titanic. Yeah. It's on our list. It's it's a little while away, maybe, but it's coming. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's like the beginning of April. We're planning to bring. That yeah. Up. Hopefully, we won't lock ourselves in the timeline too strictly because we're not <laughs> always good at those. But we definitely are. We're definitely doing Titanic. Her suggestion for for the title was Titanic Two Cruise Control. Oh, <laughs> I like it. Which also made me think. Speed might be a fun one to do. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, I mean, speed went from what bus to boat to. Yes, <laughs> I'm guessing the next one has to be like rocket ship or something. So <laughs> my suggestion is, if we went with Titanic Two Cruise Control, that it takes place on a really big bus, so, <laughs> <laughs> an unsinkable bus. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Sorry, I think Futurama actually legit did that. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, they they have this like I think it's a bus and it just sinks through the pavement into like uh, you know under into the mutant underworld. Simpsons so. did it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Simpsons <laughs> Simpsons proxy did it. Yes. And one of the other ones that came out was just from one of my coworkers who I actually don't think has listened to the the show. I, I think when we were talking, it hadn't come out yet. But he suggested one that I thought was really interesting, which was the film Bad Taste, doing sequel to Bad Taste. Uh, do you know? Oh, that? oh yeah. The, the Peter Jackson one. Peter Jackson's yeah. movie that he made in his backyard over the course of like yeah. two years. I think that was the founding of Weta, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. it's the founding of everything, Peter yeah. Jackson. <laughs> um, and it's pretty impressive achievement. Um, as, as people who have like made some YouTube content and things like that, yeah. to, to make a movie and to be that motivated and that dedicated to do it every weekend for like multiple years is so much like it's admirable not, um, not just to do it yourself but also to actually get other people on yeah, board to do yeah, it with exactly you. like that yeah. that's the real miracle here <laughs> i think so so i think that would be actually quite interesting because bad taste being super low budget with a sequel, what do you do there? Do you continue that? Do you do, do you, you make it, it with Peter Jackson today? Like poor, poorer taste. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I like that one. So yeah. thanks, Ben, from work. A bad taste could be in the future. Yeah. Some other kind of interesting things that we've had. Oh, we had Ben Wyatt who has commented on a couple. He was talking about Waterworld as as a potential. Oh yeah. yeah. Again, not a movie I know very well. It's basically uh, Mad Max on a yeah on a, that's, on a lake. <laughs> So maybe this speaks to the age I was at when I saw the movie. The only thing I remember from the movie is there is a scene where the main character just pulls on like a lady's outfit and it just it's like she he pulls like a shoelace and her entire outfit falls off and she's just standing there naked. You and you obviously saw this at a very different <laughs> <laughs> particular age. Yeah. <laughs> that's the only scene that I remember from Waterworld. So I would be interested to revisit Waterworld, maybe uh, take another look at that scene and look at what we could do with the sequel because it does seem like maybe she could like, you know, you put the the thread on and then her clothes fall back on. <laughs> yeah, <yes. laughs> but it does seem like something that was 
hoped to be a big franchise that that never made or it. or at so, least a big movie i think it yeah. was like a, it's a notorious bomb yes yeah. yeah so i think that would be a fun one to do in the future as yeah. well also ben kind of mentioned that he for a long time thought there was a third gremlins 3 which only existed in his mind about a, a the gargoyle bat gremlin coming back to life so oh. i thought that was really cool well i mean actually that could very well work at the beginning of yours thinking yes. about it because like <laughs> they got out somehow oh did we have any results from the poll so I've had a look at the poll. I think we're going to leave it for a little bit longer okay. and give people a bit more of an opportunity to jump on the polls. Just a reminder, they're at our website, tmyl2.wordpress.com, and you'll find links and stuff to that in all of the, the various places. There are polls there. You can go there. You can vote each fortnight for which film you like better. We've had, we've had some, so I don't want to say we haven't had any, but mm. I think- we'll I mean, I voted for myself, so it's probably tilted the <laughs> yeah, scales a little that's, unevenly. That's why you're winning by one. <laughs> um, but you didn't vote for yours? Uh, no, I voted for yours. Oh. <laughs> well, um, someone voted for you, so that's good. Yeah, it's nice, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, so uh, we, I think we leave that open a bit. And then maybe in a future episode, we do maybe a little bit of a leaderboard or something and, and go back over like a, a several of them at once. I think that could be a lot of fun. Another one of our pieces of mail that I've just managed to get open, you really stuck. You don't stuck need this. to use your teeth. Yeah, it was really stuck down. So Adam Collings had mentioned... That he, while he enjoyed both of our pitches, he liked Nick's Spider Man pitch about the pregnancy and, and getting superpowers from the pregnancy and kind of pitched an idea of, of a similar thing with Superman. And oh, yeah. I think it sounded like a lot of fun. I, like, I, I could see that. I mean, they kind of did that in Superman Returns, didn't they? Like the kid has superpowers, he's a bit non verbal yes, about it. Yes, I think it, so. Yeah. yeah. And, um, not not Lois though, so yes, yeah. that, that is a different. Thing. Yes, <laughs> yes. But actually, that seems to be. So I can speak for myself and say that was yes. one of the aspects that I enjoyed. I thought it was a really clever way of giving her the powers. But I also, <laughs> yeah, if, if a bit weird when you <laughs> stop to think about it. Yeah, I also got a, a piece of mail from Kahu Robita who's a brand new listener. I know that he started listening to it just yesterday. Oh, wow. And he's already listened to the first couple of Spider-Man episodes. Mm-hmm. And he also voted for you. So I oh. think um, we'll wait till all the votes come in. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think it's a bit it, of... It's, it's, polls are still open. It's spiraling so. away from me at this yeah. point. So <laughs> if you were a fan, get in there and vote. Right, one, one, <laughs> thing, one thing I will actually think about in, in retrospect that I can bring up about that is you, you said about, you know... It was, like his radioactive Spider-Man semen. Yes. And it was like, well, no, actually, those films, it's very clearly pointed out, the spider's not radioactive. It's a genetic <laughs> mutation, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it's so a good they, point. They, they did actually you know, talk about genetics in the in the fabric of the film. It's, so. a, it's a good point. So you've, you've also schooled me in Spider-Man. It's a, what, not one, you beat, <laughs> you're beating me in the Spider-Man polls and, and, and now two, you're schooling me about Spider-Man, something that I- Only hold, the movies, man. Very dear to my heart. Only the, only the movie. And yeah, it's- it's, it's obviously, you know, the, the radioactive spider bite, that's that's obviously very comics, isn't yes. it? But they, yeah. they softened that, I think, for yeah. the film. I think yeah. that's actually another... He's, he's just got genetically altered spider semen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> <and> <laughs> Doesn't make it better. <laughs> and so maybe it's worse. Um, but, uh, but uh, yeah, Kahu also spoke to the reason he liked it being the idea of getting the powers from pregnancy. So mm-hmm. I think that's been a reoccurring theme that people like that. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe we need a movie about pregnant superheroes like that's something that's that's that we maybe yeah. people are saying they want well so. again it's it's an interesting like and i mean I'm, I'm i'll open this up to this discourse as well i mean obviously you don't wrap the character in cotton wool and i said this in the in yeah the, in the actual show but you don't really want to throw them into into a, a fisticuffs fight either like yeah, it's it, a tricky it, balance it, it does act. it does feel a little bit like you 
it, it is that whole women and children in the lifeboat first, right? Like yeah. You, you don't really, you, you, you hold that a little bit more precious yes. than, than just day-to-day stuff. It, it's, it's interesting. Uh, have you seen the new Across the Spider-Verse trailer yet? Oh, I saw it. I saw a trailer or like a preview a while ago. I don't so the, think I've I think it was just this week, trailer. like the proper trailer okay. for, for it came out. I need to fix my YouTube algorithm. Yeah. Something's wrong there. <laughs> but I will point out that our Spider-Man episodes came out before the trailer, but there is a pregnant Spider-Woman in the new Across the Spider-Verse trailer. I did not see that. So That's- it's, it's pretty cool. She's, she's not really shown a lot in the trailer is it the um, red and white suit out of curiosity like no it's it, no. so she specifically seems to be a version of the jessica drew spider woman oh, okay. uh, character who had a comic arc where she was a pregnant superhero okay. as well so that seems to be what they're adapting there but i thought that was quite cool like yeah, and the, we recorded that episode back in when i don't remember Ju- <laughs> so, july or yes it's yeah. it some time ago right yeah. but i think it's really really cool to see that, I, I don't know, people are trying to do different things with superheroes and that's what we were trying to do. And it's mm. it's cool to see that other people are trying that too. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think we're, we're definitely in the, in the, what's the word? Zeitgeist. Of, yes. You know, there's, there's a certain appetite for new stories, doing new things. Uh, and, definitely. And being a bit more inclusive. So, yeah. Which is a bit weird when we're running sequels and selling out each week, I know. But I, I think maybe people are starting to get Selling out is is still intrinsically linked to this. Like yeah. you know, obviously we want to be popular. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and we're we've got our finger on the pulse. And selling out while also being interesting and different, <laughs> different, probably is going to make us more money in the yeah, long run. Right? Yeah. So you got to yeah. So you got to be strategic with yeah. selling out. <laughs> I, I think that's most of the mail that we received. Unless you had anything else over your end that popped in your uh, box or anything. Nothing. Nothing specific. I've we've I've had a lot of lovely comments from Same. from from friends just over Facebook Messenger and things that people that know us uh, are in the inner circle, so to speak. So, yeah. Uh, anyone that's yeah. taken the time to like, because it's, it's yeah. like. There's, there's many things you could be doing with your day. So yeah. if you've taken the time to listen to our show... While doing something else, yeah. that's more important. Yeah, then, yeah. You know. Awesome. Excellent. If you've gone the next step and commented or participated in the polls or, or sent us mail, like we really appreciate that. And yeah. I want to make that really, really clear that we don't... Like the, I'm pretty sure the only reason he's allowed back in the room is, <laughs> is because, because there's stuff to actually collect. There's actually some mail and, there now. and they don't want it cluttering up the place. <laughs> yeah. So we do really appreciate that. And I want to make that really clear. We, we don't want to take that for granted. We know you've got plenty of ways that you can spend your time. So we appreciate you and we're glad that you're here. And mm. I hope that you, you're staying here. You've just listened to one of the weirdest episodes <laughs> of, of this show that we've done. Yeah. And we've got some really cool stuff coming up next week. I, there's there's so much fun things that are coming. We've got we've got that Titanic. It is coming. So please, if you're enjoying the show, please stay with us. Please let us know what you're liking or even what you're not liking. Yeah. Unless it's unless it's my Spider-Man movie because I'm starting to feel a little bit upset about it. No, <laughs> just kidding. I I, uh, I don't want to feel like I've steamrolled you on Spider-Man <laughs> of all things. I, I like vote I for his kind vote, of funny. Like vote for his Batman movie. That's yeah. that's probably the best way to get revenge. Yeah, and I think I've got you on Batman. So. Yeah, you probably got me on Batman. <laughs> but yeah, thank you so much, guys. Keep sending the stuff in. We'll keep checking in with you guys. Not every week, but a lot of weeks. And uh, thank you. We appreciate you. Yes. Thank you very much, fan base, listeners. Thanks for selling out with us. Thank you for for buying in. (laughs) (laughs) What are we doing next week? Next week, we are doing something extra special. And 
he's sounding very ominous in saying <laughs> that. It's adaptation, adaptation week. week. Adaptation week. Adaptation week. We are going to be not making sequels. <gasps> we are going to be adapting. <laughs> Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and we're going to talk more about it next week. But just yep. come back. There's going to be some fun adaptations. And I promise, I, I promise, listen to my voice. I promise I won't do what I did this week again for at least a couple more weeks. At least until we're doing like a horror movie, <laughs> I think. Like, it's important to know your <laughs> genre. If we, if we did get anyone who was a massive fan of Eat, Pray, Love coming in on this podcast. <laughs> I personally apologise. Julia, the- if you're listening, check out the Instagram account. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, just just please don't call the cops. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe we should leave it here before we incriminate ourselves any further. So. Well, you're, you're the one incriminating yourself here. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not doing anything. <laughs> so maybe until next time. To be, be continued. continued. Bloody hell. <laughs> Find us on Facebook and Instagram at TMYL2. Find our polls and website at TMYL2.wordpress.com. Our opening title is by Brett Harris. Getting Stronger Super Me was written by Theron Booth and was mixed by Paul Slater. This episode was edited by Brennan Crates. Right.